Sometimes I like to turn on movies that are in Spanish, and then my kids look at me all confused and wonder why they can't understand it. And I say, well, I don't know why, but you're probably just tired and you need to take a nap. And then when they wake up from their nap, I take the same movie and put it in English, and they think that they're all better. (laughs) (laughs) I can't! I can't! What the heck? He amused himself, <laughs> apparently. But that's a pretty good. Uh, that's a pretty good plan. Quite the clever parenting ruse you I'm got there, sir. Are, my kids are too old for that. But when they were a little younger, could have pulled that off. Funny. Oh, you're just tired. It's nap time. And... You need to go to bed. <laughs> wow. That's fantastic. Wow. Um, I've been up since two thirty. My son was up uh, after his medical thing yesterday. Oof. I left early yesterday on. Uh, Doing one of the hold him down while he screams and vomits to get an IV started in him days. And then he always wakes up in the middle of the night because he's got so many drugs in his system. But anyway, um, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so Sean and I were talking about this. At what point does Biden not having chosen a VP running mate yet get weird? It, It isn't quite there yet, we agree. Not quite there yet, but it's getting close to what's going on. And it's not even necessarily some sort of arbitrary... We've always known by this point, right? He has set out deadlines of, no, 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 I'm going to announce it uh, the first weekend of August. No, 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 no. I don't care. Three more days. I don't care. And if he did it in, um, you know, the end of August, that'd be fine. Mm -hmm. But if you announce you're going to do it the first of August, and then the first week, and then the second week... What is going on there? Isn't it pretty close to, okay, you got to come out and explain this pretty yes. soon. Yes. Or at least have your spokesperson say, we have so many incredible candidates. What we have is a good problem of well, too exactly. many qualified candidates, and it's an abundance of riches. Right. We're <laughs> still discussing what uh, President Biden's cabinet would look like. Still doesn't completely. So many capable women. It still doesn't completely explain the the deadline you threw out there. Not us. We're not demanding a deadline. I don't care when you do it. But you threw out the deadline and then have missed it several times. Well, right. But what uh, John and Sh- uh, Sean and Joe's uh, PR company is trying to tell you, just shuffling your feet and saying, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's not a very good. Uh, <laughs> that's not what you pay us for. That's no. <laughs> not a very good communication strategy. Why, why haven't you uh, made your VP announcement yet? Uh, I'll do it later. How about, uh, I don't know, maybe next week. If I was going to guess, the only thing that really makes sense to me is that he was really high on this uh, this bass woman. And then that story came out last week about her... Uh, Love a, of Castro. Castro and Scientology. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. All in the, all in a powerful like, combo. All in like a 48-hour period. It's an odd combo. <laughs> that he was going to announce her that hit. And I'd like it was a peanut like, butter and herring sandwich, please. Because <laughs> I think everybody's been through that. We've been through that when we're trying to, you know, find somebody or whatever. Yeah. Your your number one choice f- goes away. Right. Well, then it's practic. You're practically starting over. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. That could be it. Yeah. But not even spinning it, like we just suggested. I don't know. Seems odd to me. Oh. We read an email earlier today. That uh, indicated, well, reminded us that according to the Constitution, if if Biden were to resign two years and a day into his term, his veep could finish the rest of that term and run twice more. But if it happened before that, if it could... happened a day prior to two years. 
All they could do is finish the term and run once more. Interesting. Yeah. So if you're, you know, setting a calendar, setting an alarm on your iPhone or whatever, uh, and uh, old man Biden gets elected, I think he resigns two years and a day into his term. They keep him propped up weekend like Ed Bernie's uh, style. Although, uh, I, uh, presuming he's alive. Actually, Woodrow Wilson style. Yeah, so, true. So, small tangent. Did you so you know how they have the cardboard cutouts at the baseball games in lieu of the fans? Yeah, somebody actually placed a weekend at Bernie's one. Very nice. There. I yeah, like the, it. The full blue jumpsuit and the shades on. <laughs> Very nice. So uh, yeah, yeah. Look for the addled and incapable Biden to resign two years in a day into his term, if indeed America chooses uh, the old fella. So the CEO at McDonald's had been sexing up a whole bunch of employees. Turns out. Yeah. They're trying to get tens of millions of dollars back from him and his severance. Offering hey. to show you his McNuggets. <laughs> I got your McRib. I got a Big Mac for you. Yeah, there. that's the best one. Thank you. Those were all we were workshopping. Big Mac is the best. <laughs> we'll go with that when this actually Would airs. you like it supersized? Huh? Oh. Would you? Oh, can you do that? <laughs> On command. I kind of just got what I got, but uh, congratulations. Uh, and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a small... Actually, um, the guy who runs Burger King is better off with, you know, showing your oh, his, yeah, exactly. his Whopper. Clearly. But, yeah. How about Baconator? No, Wendy's is no good. Oof. If you called it the Baconator, that'd be weird. It's almost too aggressive. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's certainly on. <laughs> um, so, can we do this in all countries where the government just quits, the whole government? Because that's what happened in Lebanon yesterday. The whole government quit. Well, yeah, that's... that's a, the prime so, minister and his entire cabinet just said, that's it, we're out. We suck, you're right. And uh, made this statement, uh, the prime minister did. So the, uh, Lebanon's the country, and Beirut's the city where they had that giant explosion last week. That really, it turns out to be not terrorism or something like that, or a military attack. It's just years and years of rot in the government. Negligence and corruption. And the prime minister said, having stepped down yesterday with the entire cabinet, uh, I set out to combat corruption, but I discovered that corruption is bigger than the state. I declare today the resignation of this government. God bless Lebanon. Yeah. And then you drop the mic and walk out. Actually, he's made it clear they'll continue till the elections. But, um, yes, it is a terrible situation. They had this power-sharing agreement to end the Civil War in Lebanon. where And it's all based on, see if this sounds familiar to you, uh, ethnic and religious sects. They divided uh, power among the Christians and the, the Shiites and the Sunnis and whatever else. Um, but as it turns out, the the heads of each of those uh, sects uh, became mafia dons, mafia warlords, if you will, and just divided the spoils among each other and routed it to their followers in classic dictator uh, uh, fashion. In this case, kind of a coalition of dictators. And the uh, the people have no power whatsoever, and the government is run as a kleptocracy. It's really it's a sad story. For a beautiful country, and the poor guy who tried to clean it up said uh, the the, the uh, government is dwarfed by the mafia, as it were. That's something. Yeah, it is. It is, and that's what you get when you apportion power to ethnic groups as opposed to people's common interests. Came across this uh, tweet last night from someone, a woman. Now that I wear a mask to work, I don't smile at people. I just squint a bit, so it looks like I'm smiling. <laughs> I'm going to look super... What, are her weird. cheeks tired? I'm going to look... Well, you know, if you're fake smiling, you know, you don't have oh. to fake smile. You just do the squint. 
So it kind of looks like it. <laughs> uh, it's going to be super weird when masks are no longer mandatory and I just give people a squint in place of a smile all the time. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I, I am definitely, I, I am almost certain now, based on interactions with our humans, that I look better somehow with a mask on. Either, mm. either just more approachable or... Maybe it covers up the least symmetric part of my face, or I don't know what it is. Well, but, you got the RBF. I mean, yeah, people are night people. Uh, people, I can tell when I walk up to people, they're uh, they're receiving me better with a mask on than they ever did without a mask. Now that could be about you, but I have also noticed. I've noticed the same thing, and I'm thinking people realize maybe subconsciously, I'm not getting the social cues I'm used to. I'm going to make sure this is a friendly encounter by being extra nice. Mm, I could be. That's mm. interesting. I heard a doctor say the other day, and I hadn't, I hadn't considered this. All the stuff we're missing out, learning this and that and everything like that, school, blah, blah, blah. Kids at a certain age, all humans really, but at a certain age, you're learning all about picking up communication cues from people's faces. Mm-hmm. 93% or whatever it is, communication is nonverbal. The vast majority of communication is nonverbal, mm-hmm. and you're missing that. I have that trouble with that on people. I just, I have no idea if you've got the look on your face where you're going to attack me or want to have sex with me or are indifferent or whatever. I got nothing because mm-hmm. your face is covered up, right? And it's weird. And imagine for kids when you're in that period where you're trying to figure all that out. Yeah, you're burning the pathways in your brain yeah. unconsciously, subconsciously. I mean, it's not a reason to not wear masks, but oh no, no. Well, it is a reason to get back in school, though. We haven't shared with you Mark Thiessen's great piece in the Washington Post about getting back to school. It's just, it's so good. He talks about uh, evidence suggests that greater harm is being done by keeping children out of schools than by opening up. This is all wrong. Right. I should be back in school. I don't doubt that. Yep. Thank, thank, I agree with you, Greta. Yeah. Uh, final note for this segment, if I might. Uh, you know Lake Geneva, Wisconsin? Uh, the good folks of Chicagoland certainly do. It's in southwestern uh, Wisconsin, so they're in better directions. Anyway, it's in southern Wisconsin. It's a beautiful lake. It's a big resort area. Um, there's a big uh, big uh, crime. The guy knocked off a liquor store. Prosecutors have accused a man. He stole, let's see, where's the list? Several bottles of Grey Goose vodka, two bottles of rum, 138 packs of cigarettes, one box of wine... In case, you know, there are ladies who would like a a glass of box wine. 30 phone charging cables, $380 in cash, and apparently because that haul tired him out, one Red Bull drink. (laughs) I like how he has just gallons and gallons of vodka and rum and cigarettes and wine and cash, but he's just kind of, I don't know, I just feel kind of run down. What would be good? Diet Pepsi? No, I need more than that. Coffee machines are off. It's the middle of an ah Red Bull, and they're charging him with stealing a Red Bull. That would be Derek D. Schroeder, 35, of Elkhorn. I'm sure he's just stealing Jack because the patriarchy and uh, white supremacy or the uh, income inequality or something was stacked against him, and that's the only reason he's stealing Grey Goose. Just couldn't get a fair shake. Right, exactly. He's stealing that to feed his family, according to AOC and the, the BLM protesters. Um, some governments are using this whole COVID situation as an opportunity to require more BS licensing for businesses. Oh, boy. Which is a pretty good story. It's a scam. What will cost you to get the proper degree so you can shampoo someone's hair? (laughs) 
Uh, I do it without a degree every single day. So far, so good. <laughs> Among other stories on the way. Armstrong and Getty. The development of vaccines comes in phases. You try it in the lab in phase one. A few people try it in phase two. And up to 30,000 volunteers are given it during phase three. Russia has skipped phase three altogether and gone straight to production. Dr. Paul Offit is with the Vaccine Education Center here in the U.S. I think in the United States we would demand a a much bigger trial to, to be confident that the vaccine was safe in the sense that it didn't have an uncommon side effect and at least effective to some extent in the short term. Russia calls testing on that many people a dangerous illusion. Russian President Vladimir Putin says he's so confident he's given a dose to one of his own daughters. Ah, good to report. Now please step next to window. So Putin gave the new vaccine that they hardly tested at all to one of his own daughters. So he said. Yeah. Yeah. Putin I wouldn't don't lie. believe you. <laughs> oh, come on. Putin wouldn't lie. The one he's, he doesn't like. He's been elected president over and over. He's no liar. So that's fine if you don't want to take the Russian vaccine, but they surveyed adults in the United States. Are they willing to take an FDA-approved, no-cost COVID vaccine? It's been approved by the government, gone through all the regular testing. Bring it on. It's free. Absolutely. Right now. The highest number is Democrats. <clears throat> For some reason? That's kind of interesting. I didn't even think about why this is. Anyway, Democrats, by far the highest number of people who will take it. 81%, which is, according to Ian Bremmer, not high enough. It needs to be higher, (laughs) even among that group. Okay. For independents, 59%, and less than half of Republicans say they would take the FDA-approved no-cost vaccine. It's kind of... I would, with no uh, hesitation. I can't even figure out the culture wars anymore. I Mm -hmm. mean, somebody has to explain to me what side of various issues I need to be on, because they're not automatically make sense to me. Mm. It's the liberal crowd that's anti-vaccine most of the time, isn't it? That's a, yeah, isn't that a Bay Area, f- Marin yeah. County, Whole autism? Foods adjacent. Whole, yeah, yeah. There are studies yes. that show yeah. the lowest vaccinated population is with a however many miles of a Whole Foods. Right. Yeah. Yes, I mean, it's that's just, right. It's a certain crowd. Although in the same way that libertarians bump up against hippies uh, in some ways. Sure. Um, I think some of your, your um, alterna-right website-loving types... Also are anti-vax. But no, but I think this, for some reason, the COVID mm-hmm. vaccine ended up has ended up being attached to Trump somehow. E- so I'm trying to figure out why. Well, I think there's also a kind of a reflexive rejection of authority among conservatives these days. I'd be interested to hear what the response would be if it wasn't the, the government supplied for free, but if it was a private company that hit this to market, would you be willing to engage in, in with the vaccine? Yeah, I can't even figure out. As opposed out to the- a government... Uh, how about the whole, I'm afraid of COVID, I'm not afraid of COVID? That cultural divide. I Maybe think that's, that's what's going on here. I want to show I'm not afraid of it, so or, I don't want any vaccine. Or I don't trust Dr. <clears throat> Fauci. I don't know what I don't know what it is. I, I don't know either, and, and honestly, I have no chance of sorting it out, so I'll make no effort to sort it out. At least, you know, on the air. <laughs> It's, I just I read so, the emails and there's no talking to some people. Vaccines, the one you take it, you can't ever get the disease. Then, well, except 
the preliminary research, which could change completely next week, suggests that you only get active resistance or a good solid resistance for three months. Although that will be contradicted tomorrow, so don't you sure. know? Don't jot that down. So would you take it? Yeah, FDA approved. Oh wow! Oh, Look yeah. at you. Marched into a pen and jabbed with a Dr. Fauci himself, jabbing you right in the arm. He seems to understand the culture war pretty well. <laughs> they, they, wait, they're doing it in pens? Why am I in a pen? I'm here voluntarily. I'll stand still. <laughs> no. Wait a minute. Now they've got me in a harness. There's a bit in my mouth. Ah, me! Me! <laughs> or, me! I don't know. Or, <laughs> man, if you're harnessing pigs, you're a tough customer. <laughs> You can't be stopped. Anyway, so so the point of that story is even if we get a vaccine, I don't know what the numbers work out on that for the population, but would that be enough people taking it to stop it from being around everywhere? Yeah, I think it probably would. Of course, the people that have the vaccine have gotten the vaccine to be like, whatever, get it if you want. I don't care. Yeah, it's not my problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, For two months to two years or life, and we're not quite sure yet Yeah, what. Yeah. Man, I wish that guy hadn't molested that bat in China. Is that what happened? Or whatever happened. I don't know. (laughs) Still get down his pants. Ate it. I don't know. It's not clear to me. That story still needs to be told. I hope it is someday. Where the thing came from at the beginning. And the cover-up and just the WHO's tied in. Right? Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We feel, and I feel 100% certain, that the safest place for our players in regards to coronavirus is right here where there's structure, where there's testing, where there's medical supervision, where they have motivation to make smart decisions to stay away from the virus, because if they don't, they're going to lose what they love and lose their opportunity to play football. That's the head coach of Nebraska, uh, Scott Frost. That's some really solid reasoning to me, especially because a lot of football players, college football players, you know, they're not from perhaps the wealthiest, uh, most affluent surroundings, and and they come from communities that are getting hit hard with the vid. That seems really good reasoning to me. Well, the talk is of canceling the college fo- Division One college football season. It's looking more likely than not, huh? Yeah. Well, that's the. No fans, I mean, obviously, but just not even playing the games. And if they're not going to play the games, then why can the NFL do it? Because mm, there's even more money at stake and fewer hands. But I have said they will not. And what they're all... They will not finish week three of the season with all the teams. That sounds about right to me. The NFL? Yeah. Basketball's done a, a heck of a good job, much as I have a gripe with them about other things. Uh, but they have a fraction the number of people involved as an NFL team. Same thing with hockey, too. And, and yeah. both the NBA and NHL have done kind of the bubble approach where we're bringing everybody to us and having just kind of an epicenter of games where the leagues that are still trying to travel normally and go to the cities where they put that seems to just introduce so many more possible points of failure. Right. Although I must point out again, of all the ball players who have tested positive and a big deal right. has been made of them, none of them are sick sick. Not a one, as far as I'm, uh, I've, I've learned. Nobody's in the hospital. Nobody's having trouble breathing. Nobody can't get out of bed. Uh, now, it's possible that's happened, and I haven't heard about it. I want to be fair, but uh, I don't believe that to be the case, and I know a couple of people inside Major League Baseball who probably would have told me. So, 
Anyway, having said that, uh, I meant to mention this yesterday, but did a, a golf trip with uh, some friends. It was four couples. And we played golf at three different golf courses, and it covered two different counties. And we all had our masks and everything, but it was always a mystery what the policies would be when we showed up. And the one place was fairly normal. The it, course's decision to how they wanted to handle it? I think it, or it's or county, county by county. Or, okay. I think it's county by county. But um, and, and we heard the same comment, look, we're just trying to stay open. Um, but the one place, there could only be two people in, at a time in the, the golf shop. And you had to stand away from the people and swipe your own credit card, and there was the big plastic barricade and whatever. But at least you could you could go in there. The other place you couldn't set foot inside, and there was like a, a control booth out front, and it had tape where you stand at a perimeter. It's like uh, the prisoners you see in a prison. Stay behind the yellow line, maggot. And and you'd have to say, "Hi, my name is Joe Jones. I'm here to play golf." They'd check. All right, Mr. Jones. All right. Go around the clubhouse, take a right, go there, and then stand by the yellow tape. Then you stand by the next yellow tape. And the guy would say, all right, what time do you got? All right. All right. Okay, I see on the list. All right. Hand your credit card with, with two fingers, only two fingers on the credit card. And, and, what? The, <laughs> and, and the girls especially wanted to go swag shopping. They wanted souvenirs sure. and a golf shirt or a hat or whatever. You couldn't. <laughs> Women be shopping, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> and you couldn't, you couldn't go inside and look at any of the swag in this county. The other county, you could, just two at a time. And they said, if you, there's something you'd like, we can bring it out to you. And uh, Judy or one of her friends said, yeah, I want a shirt I would look really good in in the proper size, please. (laughs) And and the 22-year-old dope is going to go in there and get that. But the one thing that they shared in common was each of them had only one bathroom open for each sex. One magical bathroom that was free from COVID. Because if you open the other bathrooms up, you could get the COVID. But that one... The one magical bathroom that everybody had to go in, which by, I almost said the end of the day, it was 10 o'clock in the morning, was filthy. I'm sure. Oh, God, it was terrible. That's the one magic bathroom where you can't get the vid. And the other weird thing was you couldn't fill a water bottle anywhere. All of the running water was cut off because, as we know, you get COVID from clean water. Anything that comes out of the co- uh, 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 faucet is just full of the vid. They got hot and cold running vid there out of the faucet. Can somebody explain that to me? That's true. Lots of places. I, I think like at Target, the bathroom's open, but the what the drinking fountains are I th- covered up with yellow tape. I yeah. think a lot of this is still back when we weren't sure about surface-to-surface transmission. And, right. and, and businesses were trying to eliminate community touching points, the doorknobs, of uh, drinking mm. fountains, things like but that. But it's passed that line into arbitrary and insane because yeah. they had a couple of the water stations where you just press your cup against it, and that triggers the water flow. And they had all those taped up and closed because, you know, as we know, the water department is full of Chinese agents who have put the vid straight into the water supply. And the other one that I found so funny was the first place we played had benches here, there, by the putting green, the chipping area, whatever that you could sit on. They were taped up, yellow hazard tape, like somebody had axe murdered somebody on those benches. Then the next place we go, which is a 15-minute drive, 
they got benches next to their benches and more benches over there. And you can sit in the benches. So evidently, well, the one place has benches that are just dripping in vid and the other has <laughs> magical benches where you can sit and not get the vid. Just ridiculous. And as you wonder why people are cynical. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, I was down, you know, talk about this is a real cynical one for me. I was downtown uh, uh, yesterday in my little town and there's nobody. I mean, you can park right in front of wherever you're going into. But, um, Everybody that is around, the few people that are around, everybody's got a mask on, except for the vagrants, the homeless people. Mm. They don't have a mask on, and nobody says a word to them, and they're just, they get to do whatever they want. Yeah. They're paragons of health, yeah. yeah. Isn't that something? They yeah. are actually outside the law. Mm-hmm. The law does not apply to the bums and junkies. That's something. It City is. does nothing about it. Sitting there slump-shouldered, head-hanging. Sleeping on the park bench. Well, I'm talking about me. I'm oh. back to life. Thing, but... You're back to you. So there we are, slump-shouldered, <laughs> mask <agape>. on, <laughs> head hanging, waiting for our turn in the filthy, filthy bathroom. You is a sick enough to avoid the vid. It's just so dumb. Duh. And we're wearing our mandatory masks as we went to Baskin Robbins to get an ice cream cone or whatever we're getting. But the filthy junkies weren't. But the uh, the homeless people get to do whatever they want to do. Nice. Yeah. Then that does make people cynical. Because it doesn't make sense is why. <laughs> that is why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The state of Cal Unicornia is trying desperately to figure out how to reopen the giant theme parks. Your Disneyland, your Universal Studios, and, and others. Knott's Berry Farm, Six Flags, Magic Mountain, Sea World, or San Diegans. Uh, but nobody can figure out how. So here's another one you got to guess. They'll each have one bathroom open because that'll protect you from the evil bathrooms where the vid dwells. <laughs> Idiots. Here's another one of those you're going to have to guess. I'll give you a chance to guess. I love guessing games. Trump announced he might receive the nomination at Gettysburg. What did cable news say is the reason why? We'll have that for you coming up next. The Armstrong and Getty Show. As much as you could stand with, I don't blame you. If he lies in your bed. The president is now floating another one. This time, he's talking about the hallowed Civil War battlefield in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. But that could be controversial, too, particularly because this is a president who has consistently positioned himself as a defender of Confederate symbols and monuments to Confederate generals. Pam? Yeah, that's a fair point to make. Yeah, that's a fair point to make. And there's another what one. What does it mean? The Union also gunned down Confederates by the tens of thousands there. That's probably worth mentioning. To think that now we're looking at Gettysburg, uh, where the president has in recent weeks really taken it upon himself uh, to do his best to shore up the Confederacy, right? That we keep Confederate flags and, and monuments to Confederate generals going. That, too, leaves you scratching your head. I'm not sure there's a connection here. <laughs> I liked how she darkly hinted that there was something else afoot to make you scratch your head. Not really. Why would you choose Gettysburg if you're trying to bolster the Confederates? How about uh, uh, what uh, Antietam or something? Or, or how about Bull Run? There you go. Uh, announced it at uh, Battle of Bull Run, which was actually, don't tell me, don't tell me, not in Bull Run. It was in... 
Go ahead. You can tell me. Manassas? Manassas. Thank you. Very nice. Very nice. Next time I go visit my kid at school, we're going to hit a bunch of Civil War battlegrounds. Awesome. Yeah, because she goes to school have in the D.C. To, area. Have you ever been to Appomattox Courthouse? Uh, no. No, I have not. I would like to very it's much. It's cool. Yeah. yeah Where cool. is that? Appomattox? Sounds like a cool club to it's go to. where it ought to be. Uh, Virginia? Maryland? Uh, yeah. Clearly. One of them. Um, where Lee and Grant met to uh, agree the war was over? I was so Judy, uh, so jealous, rather. Uh, sh- Little D and Judy went to Antietam at sunset and said it was so heavy and kind of scary hmm. that that many souls were lost there. They stayed for a while, but then they had to go. It was just too heavy, uh, which I thought was kind of moving. It's it's good to remember the the sacrifices and the awfulness of of the wars that have uh, kept this country together, almost told, uh, torn it apart. That was the bloodiest day, I believe, in military history in the United States, Antietam. And the reason it was so bloody is if the South had prevailed in that, the whole thing might have gone the other direction for a couple of different reasons. It was in October. The election was coming up. And the South was winning, and mm-hmm. a lot of your northern uh, Congress people were about to bail on being in support of the war because it just it didn't have much support. And Europe had decided the South was going to win, and they were about to get on board with recognizing this, the Confederacy as a country so they could do business with it. And help them block, uh, break the blockade, too, I believe, southern ports. So, yeah, nasty. And uh, then the North uh, you know, won a good battle, and everybody thought, eh, let's hold off and wait and see. And I went the other direction. Um, Got old U.S. Grant off the bench. So uh, we've talked about this a lot over the years, especially when we have Tim uh, Sandifer, Tim the lawyer, on these various licensing scams across the country for all kinds of jobs that you don't need a license for. But the people that already uh, dominate the industry, uh, they donate money to various uh, people in government and try to keep competition out. Right. Uh, a popular one is among people who cut hair and do nails and that sort of stuff. It's just a load of crap. The you need 200 hours of training or whatever it is. It, it, if only it was in New York, and in this particular example, in New York, you need a 1,000 hours to get a cosmetology license. It costs between fifteen and $16,000 to go to cosmetology school and a 1,000 hours of training to cut somebody's freaking hair and do nails. Yeah. Um, and it's it's just a scam. One, there's a bunch of money to be made off of it, and two, it keeps competition out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're trying to add to it now in New York at a particularly bad time when unemployment is so high and businesses are struggling and everything wow. like that. Shampooing. The person who shampooed the hair used to be the person that just, like, you know, checks you in at the front desk or whatever, and then they shampoo your hair. Then the highly trained 1,000 hours of training person cuts your hair. Right. But the shampooer could be anybody. Nope, now they've well, added they anything. jab the scissors right into your eye or into your brain pan. You don't want that. Now the shampooer is going to have to get 500 hours of training at a state-certified <sighs> cosmetology school to shampoo somebody's state hair. State-certified shampooist. God, that school be... Hey, can, can, if I sign a piece of paper that says you taught me... Can will that work? And then since you and I both don't waste our time because you don't want to both know nothing could yeah. ever go wrong. You don't want to do this. I don't want to do it. Rinse, Nobody will ever rinse. Be, rinse I got it. <laughs> yeah. Nobody will ever be busted. Right. This is a useless exercise. So let's just sign the papers and get on with our lives. Can so you after, imagine that I've shampooed my hair virtually every day of my life so far. So good. Now, there was the time I poured it straight down my throat, the entire bottle. <laughs> Then there was the it just time I, so good. I smashed myself in the eye with the bottle over and over again until I was blinded, because that happens. 
one lawmaker in Albany who's fighting against this uh, certification certification for shampoo assistance, they call them. You're talking about the person who helps you on with your plastic cape, bends you back to the wash sink and shampoos your hair, wet, wash, rinse, repeat? Yeah, I don't think they need any training, let alone 500 hours. That's, that's, some, some, that's some good common sense right there. I, they may lose the day, though. Yeah. It's so bad. Some states require as many as 2,100 hours of cosmetology school training to work in a salon. 2,100 and, hours. And in many states, you are not allowed to braid hair unless you get the, the full Megillah. Unless you got that whole 2,100-hour uh, deal going. And I've this- seen 12-year-old girls braid hair, and only once did I see someone's head pulled off. <laughs> it was a bloody mess, I tell you. And the New York Post actually goes through the um, uh, to, to complete the money trail of which particular assembly people are getting how much money from the various lobbying groups, blah, blah, blah. But it's a complete racket. Yeah. One, it kills competition, and two, it's just a moneymaker. It's always under the guise of safety, too. All right. The other brand of this that you see is you'll like the big uh, whatever companies will uh, say they're in favor of this uh, regulatory scheme and they think it will really help protect the consumers. That's the, because they know only the really big companies can afford the compliance. They already have 175 lawyers on retainer. They have government compliance offices. So they think, all right, it's a little more paperwork down there at compliance, but that's fine. It'll keep any upstarts from ever getting into the industry. That's the reason for a lot of regulation we have in this country. And it's always pitched under the guise of keeping you safe or the environment. Now, some environmental regulations are absolutely legitimate, and we ought to have them, but it's, it's um, you know... It's a scam. Trump has peeled back gazillions of regulations, and all that will come flowing back if he loses. Son of a... That does not get enough attention as a story. Very Trump campaign ought to be talking about that. Yeah. Final Thoughts with A-N-G. Yeah! Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. That was like a great cop show theme right there. That's good. That's some good stuff. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. Michelangelo pressing the buttons in the control room. Michael! I'm off to Moscow this weekend. I'm going to get some fine Russian vodka and a coronavirus shot. If Putin gave it to his daughter, it's got to be safe. Here, here. It's common sense. Positive Sean, a final thought for us. I feel like this ridiculously this ridiculous licensing thing is involved with the the dissolving of the middle class too. The, you, I can't cut hair without going five figures in debt for my certification for sure. it. Sure, right. that's absurd. Oh yeah, right. It's crazy. Really hits immigrants and poor people hard. That sort of thing. Jack, final thought for us. Uh, so we got this uh, prep service that we look at it gives us ideas for phone topics every day, and here's one of them. We don't do phone topics. Would you rather your spouse cheats on you with someone who's better looking than you? Or not as good looking as you. We've discussed this before. That's a tough one. That is a tough one. Does it one. make you feel worse or feel better? Which would you prefer? Huh. My final thought is something that we featured during the show today. Major turning point. Far left mayors, Chicago, Portland, saying, hey, this isn't demonstrating anymore. It's rioting. It's it's theft. It's uh, looting. It's attempted murder. It's got to stop. That is a major turning point. And I'm hoping that trend continues. I think as I try to picture it, I feel worse if my wife cheats with somebody better looking than me. I refuse to contemplate it. I won't play along. Sean, you having a theory? Oh, uh, absolutely. But if if I lose my significant other to Chris Hemsworth, I'm like, well, there was nothing I could do. 
I, I, I would leave me for him, too. That's fine. You know? But if they're with a troll, then... I mean, you're a better catch than them, physically. Um, I say <laughs> Um I think then, <laughs> then it, it speaks that you don't have a very good relationship. Of course, I, again, I can't believe I got sucked into this idiotic... <laughs> we got him! <laughs> ...hypothetical uh, parade of foolishness. Hmm. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. I'm sorry, what's that? The parade of foolishness has been canceled because of the COVID. Oh. So many people to thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. All those articles, those videos we talked about, they're at armstrongandgetty.com. Plus, if you missed a segment of the show, you can get the podcast there as well. Drop us an email if you like. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. But the queen of the county fair was going to throw candy out from the back of a convertible. Sorry, parade of foolishness. Parade cancer. <laughs> See you tomorrow. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say what that. You- I've sat here for over three hour and fifteen minutes. <laughs> that sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios. Mofo. Okay, so we're, we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> I can't! I can't! Arm